verse in my mind Between the silver line My heart's in the sky Through the darkest night Let's run till the dawn's first light Drop it The resolution of the Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from pop culture and then talk about it. Normally it's a thing that sucks, but instead it's something I like. I'm Sky. Uh, I am Jake. I am. Yeah, I heard. Look it up. <laughs> I saw you redline the thing, so I heard you quite clearly. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. All, uh, I'm sorry the... for my enthusiasm, <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, it is normally we record, record? record much earlier. But today I didn't have to go to work, so it's not as early, so that you have more energy. This guy got I'm, fired. I'm about neutral. <laughs> he did not get fired. That's not what I heard. Wait, did my boss call you? Yeah. This hey, is all they wanted to tell me? Tell Sky he's fired, but uh, could you record it, please? Well, now I know you're lying, because they would have called me Robert. Rats. <laughs> but yeah, we're watching My Hero Academia, episode number five. The dubbed version entitled "What I Can Do for Now." Yep, that's uh, that is what it is called. <laughs> Sky is correct. You uh, there's that creepy ninja warrior lady again. Are you a subs not dubs guy in real life? Like when you're actually watching something? Uh, it depends on if I have another thing to do. Because if it's if like the like first I, time you watched this through, did you? I think I did subtitles. That's like the purest way to watch anime, right? Like the I guess. You're it, I mean, to... you get the same story mostly. Yeah. If I don't have an opinion, that's why I ask. Yeah. I also don't super have an opinion. If I'm, you know, like washing dishes or something, I'll turn on the dub. That way I can still listen and not have to read. But uh, we open up and we get some narration from somebody. Uh, and they're recapping what had happened in the last one with uh, all the kids getting into the school and blowing punching shit up. Punching robots, if yeah. you will. Robot punching, what have you. Uh, if you recall, uh, Izuku punched the hell out of one robot. The biggest robot. Yeah. The one that's a Megazord. Uh, but he also fucked up his body super bad. Mostly his arms and legs. But that's that, you know, that, that's a good 30% of your body. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's the part of your body that gets the rest of your body places. Yeah, takes your head from room to room. Yeah. Um, Fills your tummy with crackers. And we get a, a shot of uh, a, a, a man wearing a scarf in shadow who we don't know uh, yet, but he'll end up being the teacher. Spoiler alert! That's what this whole thing is about, is doing spoilers. I'm really confused on what we're doing here. <laughs> Well, we're going to go watch Godzilla and talk about it. Are we? I don't know. I might go see it. Yeah, I probably won't. There's going to be more Godzilla in it than the last one, which is something I'm looking forward to, because the last one had like 15 minutes of Godzilla uh, in that fucking three-hour movie. It had eight minutes of Godzilla. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think that's what it was. Yeah, and like 10 minutes of Brian Cranston, even though they sold it as a Brian Cranston versus Godzilla movie. <laughs> Instead, it was kick-ass. And uh, that Olsen, whichever Olsen it is. Elizabeth. That one. There's only one Olsen if you're watching a movie now. It's not 1993. <laughs> yeah, but I sometimes forget which one is which. American I know they're all Ashley different. are the twins. Right. And, and then, then Elizabeth like... is is the Scarlet Witch. And Caitlin Olsen is unrelated, but hilarious. <laughs> that is true. She's blonde enough. 
It's true. She's also like fifty, and those are yeah, like she's... children. <laughs> well, not anymore. They're like our age. Yeah, we're children. I guess we didn't see this Days of Future Pat. I mean, what is this Dark Phoenix commercial before? Yeah. Are you excited to go see this, Jake, for this podcast? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I want because the, the I kind the... of want to see it just to see it. The listeners have spoken. Have they? Yes. I remember when I put up a Twitter poll. No. And they uh, said they wanted us to go and do it. I don't think that's true. When does it come out? I don't know. I'm busy next weekend. (laughs) Busy. Well, actually, I think on Saturday or Sunday, I'm not busy at all. Mm. I think I am also Except for this. Uh, Uh, You're going to sprint to talk to the guy who used to work for Verizon? Uh, No. Get a new plan? He cares about Sprint now because they're the ones that are paying him. There are so many ads. <laughs> Hulu. They gotta pay for that Handmaiden's Tale money. I guess. Well, they don't have to pay for the money. They have to. When does that movie come out? Uh, Dark Phoenix. I believe it came out uh, in 2005. <laughs> oh, that's the last stand, you silly bitch. Uh-huh. It is next weekend. Cool. We should go see it. And we'll we do go- it. Katie has a uh, bachelor party, but like for before a baby's born. Um, so maybe we should go to that baby shower yeah that's the one <laughs> yeah we could do it as either <laughs> there's an ad in the pause yep <laughs> god damn uh, well, there i think there's our, a van coming up to my house to punch me with a coke also our fucking life has become a parody of life <laughs> we are living the darkest timeline no we've got the worst president we've got the worst x-men <laughs> yeah but we've got the best avengers I, that's true well we don't know that maybe this was the worst avengers that could have been oh i no. mean it was still it was great but maybe there's something out there that was fucking amazing an alternate dimension i guess that's true or what if in this alternate universe it's dc who has their shit together and it's marvel that's struggling ah that's no fun no because all of their characters are basically the same they're bleak sad characters <laughs> what's this guy do oh he flies and can punch good what about this one he runs real fast His parents are dead which one? All of them? Yeah. Okay, cool. Except for this one. She's made of clay. She didn't have parents per se. Uh, anyway. Moving <laughs> so we, on. We back. This guy's got a lot of opinions I, and a lot of feelings. I do. But mostly about superpowers and the like. Mostly he hates Wonder Woman because women should be powerful is what I'm hearing. She should only be wonderful at making cookies. Exactly. That's not true. She should. She's doing a she great job. She should smile more is what he said before we started recording. What she should have done is just killed batman and superman and just taken over the thing or like superman should have tossed her the kryptonite spear and stabbed doomsday to death instead of getting stabbed for no reason at all because first of all he shouldn't have been able to fly with that fucking spear anyway and he just inhaled like 14 grams of kryptonite he shouldn't have been able to do anything i didn't actually see any of those movies (laughs) they're real bad except for wonder woman wonder woman was pretty good wasn't an octopus play the drums in aquaman though I'm not going to say no, but I haven't seen it, oh, so I can't okay. confirm it. I feel like I heard an octopus plays the drums, but that could also... That could just be an episode of the Flintstones. I feel like that's a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. There's or like a Disney thing. Because I'm sure that happens in Oh, that definitely Mermaid. happens in Little Mermaid. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're, it's right there. Right. Anyway, we cut back and All Might's standing on a beach and Midoriya comes running up to him because All Might wanted to hang out. There is an octopus playing drums in Aquaman. I looked it up. Okay, good. I was concerned. Uh, Midoriya goofs up and calls uh, the skinny version of All Might by his codename. And some kids who are necking out on the pier are like, All Might? 
Midori has to backtrack because it's just a tiny skeleton man who's standing there with big hair. He does have big hair. hair. He's got real big hands, also. He's very unproportionate or disproportionate. I guess he's a monster. He's doing his best. A monster who spews blood out of his mouth. Yeah, he barfs a lot of blood. It makes me very uncomfortable and worried about him. He seems fine otherwise. Yeah. I mean, we know that his tum tum is gone and his respiratory system is buck is has been fucked up a little bit, but ultimately he seems pretty okay. Drinking that insure or whatever. All Might tells Midoriya, Hey, sorry that your body basically exploded. I knew it would be bad. I didn't think it'd be that bad. Well, I mean, Izuku sucks at everything, so that's why he Not sucks. Really? That. He's just in over his head because he didn't know what to expect. If he just calmed the fuck down for a second, <laughs> everything will be okay. That much is true. But All Might's like, Yeah, I didn't really schedule. I gave you that rigorous training schedule, but it didn't occur to me to have you practice with the powers so you know whoops but eventually you'll be able to handle it and then we get that metaphor with the glass barely containing water yeah and then and then he but then he's like you, you'll become this bigger thicker glass yeah <laughs> it goes from uh like a wine glass to a goblet so it, it's better at holding the power and but, then all might also turned into a goblet <laughs> yes <laughs> he did upgrade his body back to muscle form and then he crushed two aerosol cans of gas that's what it said. And then there's another metaphor. <laughs> a literal torch pass. Yeah. Though not like handing it off, more like right lighting a yeah, new one. Yeah, because Izuku's got a tiny torch. That's right. And For All now. Might's is a big burning flame. That's right. The They, they kind of mix metaphor with very literal stuff pretty regularly here. I know you said that anime was too nuanced for you, but I think it's pretty overt. I don't know. So we cut to the next day, and Izuku's packing and getting his shit ready to go to school. And his mom's like, you didn't just pack action figures, right? And uh, Jake and I both identified that one on a spiritual level. Yeah, one time I went to college, and that's all I brought. <laughs> he also just packed a backpack. Well, he's not moving into the school. I don't know why oh. he would have brought that much stuff. Like, he does eventually go to a dormitory on site, but that's not until season three. Uh, also, I like his levels high. Yes, he tied it wrong, so it's very, very short. It's very thick, he looks like goddamn Lou Costello. <laughs> uh, so he made it into class 1A. There's also a 2B, I think. I, th- I know there's a second class, uh, but I forget what their title is. There is a second class. It says that there's 20 in each one or yeah. something. Although, I th- do we see 20 kids in this class? Yes. It doesn't look like that many when they're like standing next to each other. Well, That's a lot to draw to... 20 people. All the time, yeah. Because standard frame rate is 24 frames a second, so that comes out to be quite a few drawings for every minute. Yes. It does. Well, I know. I just don't know why. (laughs) I mean, yeah. But they're just usually just standing still. Yeah, that's why animation's hard. But we come in, or Azuku makes it to the classroom, and Tenya Ida is yelling at Bakugo for having his feet on the desk, and Bakugo's like, fuck off, kid, because he's a big nerd. It's really hard to decide which one of them I don't like more. <laughs> Tenya's well-meaning, well-meaning, uh, and and he has a silly-ass walk. Yeah, he's very rigid in both personality and stature. Uh, and Bakugo f- does have a bit of a turnaround, but he's for the most part a jerk, to put it delicately. I mean, he did tell Zuku to go kill himself once, and that's yeah, well... still doesn't sit well with me. 
But uh, uh, Uraraka comes up behind uh, Izuku and surprises him. And she's, you know, congratulating him on making it in and telling him how cool the punch was while he's thinking to himself and panicking because a girl's talking to himself or talking to him. This guy, she's the only girl in this thing and she's only been ogled so far. <laughs> there are other girls in the class. Yeah, but we haven't spoken to them. That's true. I think we saw one, in a minute we see one run a race, and that's about <laughs> it. That might be the same girl. Uh, we have a flashback um, to where Bakugo was yelling at Midoriya because he's accusing him of cheating to get into UA. And Midoriya's like, fuck off, dude. I got in on my own merit. You can't stop me from going. So he could have blown up your head right then, and he kind of seems the type to do so. Because he is constantly threatening to do so. Not necessarily in the head. Maybe like an arm or whatever. He's bet, got it's those if, red eyes that are hard to hard to trust. I bet if I had a quirk, I would kill someone almost immediately. <laughs> On purpose or accident? Uh, a combination. Fair enough. Um, but then we meet the teacher. He is in one of those weird burrito sleeping bags. I'm not sure how nobody noticed him. Do those exist in real life? I guess just yeah. if you're climbing a mountain. Yeah. We don't do that sort of camping. Yeah. And then he eats, I'm going to assume, his applesauce in a little squeeze pack. It's weird. And then he unzips it. And he's like, I'm a teacher. You need to begin shutting up now. And he's uh, dressed in all black. He's got a utility belt and what looks like to be an infinity scarf. And wild, unkempt hair. And it's weird because Midoriya doesn't recognize him. And this is kind of his thing. And then he announces himself to be uh, Aizawa. I forget his first name. And he seemingly has all of their costumes in his sleeping bag. Those are uh, like the school uniform, not necessarily costumes. Their costumes come later. They're their school costumes. It's like gym clothes. Yeah, but okay. You're missing the point that they were all in that sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. It's super duper weird. But he makes them all change into their uh, their gym clothes. And then they go out to the pitch where they're going to do like 10 events to test out their limits because even though there's like a school orientation aizawa can run the class however he feels like um so he's gonna make them you know do various physical activities and then assess them so that they can see how they uh need to grow and where they've come from and all that because he's like he's like uh you need to already be able to use your powers before i can teach you to use your powers to be a hero i don't quite understand his um what he's worried about here like what he's trying to prove well g- growing up like you can't really just use your powers willy-nilly right you need to be certified and whatnot. so you should probably go to a high school to learn to control your powers and become a real hero but he he seems to and he he tells uh izuku later like you can't control your power you're not you don't need to be here <laughs> that doesn't make any sense that's why they're here is to learn to control it and do it a good job yeah, I think it's more he's just trying to set up, like, this is where you are, and here's where you need to be, kind of a thing. I guess. So he tells he tosses a, a baseball to uh, Bakugo and says, toss this, use your quirk if you want. And he does, and he uses an explosion, and he throws it like 700 kilometers away or something, or meters. Then he threatens, uh, we're going to do eight tests. Whoever's in last place has no, uh, what is it, pro... Fuck, it's the word. I can't think of the word. But whoever's in last place uh, is expelled. Sucks butt. And Midoriya is worried because he can only use sucks butt. all or none of his power. And when he uses his power, his body shatters like glass. 
So then we get 20 minutes of him worrying. Yep. And a montage. Of him worrying. <laughs> and and various physical sports. You know, mostly worrying. The sports no one gives a shit about except for every, once every four years when the Olympics rolls around. Those kinds of sports. And now we take a moment to appreciate iced tea. <laughs> that is also booze, I think? No. Oh, that's okay. just regular iced tea. I was watching Bar Rescue earlier, and there was uh, iced tea booze that they were promoting. Was it Twisted Tea? It was not. It was some other thing. That's the only one I know. It's not very good. Because well, I don't like tea. Yeah, tea's gross. And beer and such is also gross. You're gross, Sky. Sometimes. Beer is pretty gross. It is. It tastes like garbage water. The ones that taste like garbage water are the better ones. You get the ones with all the flavors that people pretend are good. <laughs> Oh, you taste all that horrible bitterness? That means it's a good beer. Great. It's back. Huzzah. So the kids are noticeably annoyed and worried that one of them is going to be expelled. Uh, and so I was just like, yeah, I do what I want. Uh, being a hero is hard and you need to be up to the, you know, to the right standards. I don't care that it's unfair. Life is unfair. He's a very nihilistic kind of guy. If they're constantly cranking out heroes, at some point there just has to be some sort of hero saturation, right? <laughs> you would think so. Or are they dying at an alarming rate? That also could be true. Or maybe they're just going overseas or something. All Might himself uh, spent some time in the United States learning Le stuff. Learning the name of all the places to name his uh, attacks after. That's right. The first thing up, like they, uh, they start the actual test now. Bakugo throwing the thing didn't count. So we uh, do a 10 meter dash. And naturally, Ida's pretty good at it. There's a cute little robot that's in charge of the test. <laughs> it's got a camera face. Then... Seemingly no working feet, though. So you have to move him, but he has arms and sentience. <laughs> and a chipper little voice. Uh, so this gives us an opportunity to see each person kind of demonstrate a little bit of their powers. So we get to see a frog girl. Her name is uh, Suyu Asui. She's kind of my favorite. My favorite's that guy with the big fat tail behind this girl. <laughs> What's his name, Sky? I forget. His name is Big Fat Tail, but in Japanese. Yeah, he has a strong tail that he can use for jumping. And he's also a pretty skilled martial artist. It's basically a kangaroo. Yeah, only he's a warrior without you. <laughs> without the demon form yeah and we get to see that french kid wait what do you mean there's a demon form in if you virtue? no but if oh. you look at a kangaroo they look like demon men oh um alme uh is the one with the belly button laser beam and apparently he can use it to propel himself but not super far because he races against uh pff, fuck i forget her name her her code name is pinky uh and she's actually a pretty great character she's got little horns that don't do anything is she, is she great in this or is she great in the 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 uh, manga? Both. I just are there people that are better in the manga because you have more space to flesh them out. And... Um, I have them all, but I haven't read them all. Well, I've read the most recent ones. It's because you're a fucking poser. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that might be true. You um, being a poser? Well, yeah, that could be. And um, Bakugo and Deku race. Uh, fucking Izuku runs that in seven seconds, which is way faster than I could ever do. Yeah. Uh, Bakugo uses his explosions to propel him, because that's a neat application of his power, and then he marvels at himself, and he says that I have the best quirk of the whole school, because he's kind of full of himself. To be fair, 
people all of his life has been have been telling him how great and how powerful his quirk are is i'm real good at talking today it's a good thing we we're recording you talking right uh i'm really good at tennis today <laughs> but there's no proof of it, that because we didn't record it's harder to demonstrate yeah exactly i don't have a tennis court there's no tennis uh recording cast talk cast excellent words listen <laughs> it's my tennis day <laughs> fair enough so um midoriya remembers the other night when he was talking to, to all might yeah, that scene we saw but we didn't i guess we didn't see all of it <laughs> yeah i guess the, this is when they ran away and they stopped again um and midoriya has set up an image in his head to help him work through utilizing his power uh, he pictures an egg in a microwave. You need to cook it just right or else it will explode. And that's basically what his body is. Uh, he's going to try and use one for all in order to pass some of these tests with flying colors. Um, and hopefully not shatter his body. He doesn't win on any of them. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, true. Even the one he does really well at, he didn't win. Is that little girl made of blueberries? Uh, it's a little boy. And also, yes. Okay. His, his quirk is pop off. He can take those balls off his head and throw them. They're real sticky, but he bounces off of them. He's kind of like Gold Balls, but different. Yes. If Gold Balls was a tiny little douchebag who's also um, uh, just a shitty person and a sexual predator. Oh, is he? He's, yeah. a, he's a sex pest, is yep. he? That, that's his role. Um, Uchaka uh, uses her zero gravity quirk to make the softball fly into space, I guess, because her reading comes out as infinity, which is pretty impressive. This is the one thing that uh, Izuku realizes that he can use one for all to really show off. Because the re- there are only two events after softball th- toss and they're like toe touch. Yeah, and... one of them is toe touch and <laughs> the other one's sit-ups or something. Yes. Uh, which, yeah, you can't really show off your incredible strength quirk by reaching down and touching those toes. Even I can do that. Yeah. Um, Sky can do that and he's a weakling. He's a weak little sissy boy. Yep. I just come here and to insult you. <laughs> I, I know. Record. I know how it goes. So there's a lot of lead up. Um, Izuku's kind of psyching himself up. And then he goes to throw it and he's got the power of one for all coursing through his entire arm. And then uh, Mr. Aizawa cancels out his quirk. Apparently that's his quirk. Uh, when Izuku's using all for one, his arm looks like a delicious uh, like, like strawberry banana flavoring. <laughs> it's true. Just gets covered in those red marks. Yeah, and so it goes a little yellowy. Mm-hmm. But sorry, uh, but the spooky man is doing spooky shit. Now. <laughs> yes, uh, his his code name is Eraserhead, and he can cancel out somebody's quirk by looking at them. Uh, but he has to con- like continue constant eye contact. If he blinks or looks away, uh, that power will like your quirk will come back. So. He isn't a super well-known superhero because he likes to work underground and doesn't like the media. We know that because All Might is crouching behind a corner watching proceedings. Yeah, wearing a big yellow suit and just narrating in his head. (laughs) Being very inconspicuous. And Aizawa tells him that, look, I know you can't control your quirk. You shattered your body last time. What are you going to do? You're going to throw the ball and break all of your arms again? And then he uses his weird scarf to bring him in to yell at him some more. He's got a magic scarf. Yeah, I don't know how or why the scarf works the way it does, because that's not part of his quirk. But he's very good at it, and he's basically chewing Midori out because he idolizes All Might, and he doesn't feel like that's a great thing. 
specifically because All Might, uh, you know, had a better handle on his power and didn't incapacitate himself. He's like, whatever, keep that in mind. Your quirk's back, and now throw the ball. So we cut away at uh, Bakugo and Ida are talking to each other, and they both agree <laughs> that this isn't going to go well. Um, How could it? Yeah. Meanwhile, Aizawa puts drops in his eyes because he's prepared. And then he's we best just... friends with Ben Stein. <laughs> we just have a bunch more of uh, Azuku thinking about what's happening. Don't get me wrong, this is pretty good. There's just a lot of thinking. Yeah, it, it's a lot of narration and someone coming to grips with what they need to do. So there's a very dramatic long shot of uh, Midoriya throwing the ball where he's thinking a lot of things. Um, he's basically realizing that he has to work really hard to be a hero because he's at a disadvantage and you know that sort of thing. So what he does is instead of charging his entire arm... He just charges up his finger, which is the last point of contact. Uh, he, uh, so when he tosses the ball, he uses a little bit of uh, super strength, but he doesn't blow out his entire arm. Only his finger is turned into uh, a sausage filled with bone gravel. Uh, I will say, even if you do use like super strength to throw a ball, if you don't have good form, you're not going to throw it very well. Like. <laughs> He could have just thrown it directly into the ground. Exactly. Like, into the center of the earthquake. Earth. Yeah. <laughs> but he does throw it 700 some odd uh, meters. And then he looks over at Aizawa and says, look, I only broke one finger. And he makes a fist, uh, which probably hurt like a son of a bitch. But he's brave. Yeah. And he has a pretty high pain tolerance. That's why I'm always hitting you with baseball bats to build up your pain tolerance. <laughs> so I can start MMA training? Yeah. Too old for that. Yeah, you, you My would shoulder die. still hurts from me sleeping wrong four weeks ago. You would die immediately. Probably. But I always drink plenty of milk. <laughs> but don't worry, I'll be in the corner with a couple towels and a bucket for you to spit blood into. <laughs> okay, and teeth. Don't forget my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Put those in some milk, though. Yeah. It's a better way to keep them. And I think that we're just doing ads until the... Uh, the show comes back to say, oh, yeah, we're done now. But we can't be for sure because yeah. we don't. Oh, God, I did something. <laughs> Damn it, Jake. I just hold it like a regular microphone. Super awkwardly. Yeah. I fixed it. Good work. <laughs> yep, that was it. We did it. Happy birthday. Yay. So not a lot happened in this episode, but we're establishing parameters and whatnot. And next week's episode's title is Rage, You Damn Nerd, which is pretty great. Yeah, I think this show is just a nice, long, like, slow burn, huh? Uh, this is... first season, yeah, it's, it's kind of a slow burn for the most of the part. Um, though we do get to see the kids' costumes next week. Don't ruin it. Uh, how is that ruining it? Because now I know what's going to happen. Yeah, also some and now I have to rage. spend all week just wondering. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the little shitty purple-headed kid with the balls. Uh-huh. His costume is terrible. I'm excited. <laughs> yes. Uh, the tape arms guy's costume? Uh-huh. Pretty rad. I knew very little about My Hero Academia, except there was a guy who made tape or something, because that's all I've ever heard you talk about. <laughs> His name's Jiro. Jared? Yeah, Jiro. Yeah, Jared. Right. Yeah, he's, got el- he's got elbow tape arms. His, it looks like there's like cans in his skin for his tape dispensary. It's a weird show. It really is, and I love it. Uh, Jake. What? Who had the coolest quirk? 
Uh, um, who did we see? We well, see, uh, you saw Belly Button Laser Guy. Yeah, that's You stupid. saw <laughs> Uraka. Which was her zero gravity. Oh, she's the, little, she's the girl. Wait, what? Uraka's the girl. Oh. So uh, Bakugo do explosions. You saw Tail Guy. Oh, yeah, he's my favorite. Duh, the kangaroo boy. Yeah. You saw Dupla, Dupla Arms Guy. Uh, yeah, he's He has six scary. arms, whereas one arm should be. And they're real strong. Yeah. Um, I told you about Yayurozu. She has creation. Yeah, no, the answer is a kangaroo boy. You saw Ida. He has engine calves. Yeah, again, kangaroo. <laughs> you saw a razor head. Captain Kangaroo. I forget his actual he, code name. I hope he's in a lot of this. Um, he comes up in season two a bunch. I know he is kind of ignored in season one. I think his costume's kind of uninspired. Also, is it just a big kangaroo costume? <laughs> no. They they don't really lean into the kangaroo aspect. Well, they missed a serious opportunity. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, Asui? She's she's a frog girl. She seems nice. She is nice. She's she's a delight. Does she have to hold her hands like that? Uh, that's just comfortable for her, I okay. guess. Okay. She can stick to walls like a frog does. Ah, like toad. Yes. Like. What happens, Sky? What happens to a, a, a toad when it's struck by lightning? Probably dies. No, the same thing that happens to everything else. <laughs> it probably dies. Yeah, it's the Josh Joss Whedon line from that movie. I know. Remember Josh Whedon? I <laughs> my old neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the most terrific part? Um, I don't know. Are you just watching the waveform? Oh uh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. It's, it was all pretty good to, when Izuku discovered the control and stuff. You know, that's or, pretty good. Where he didn't shatter his body. Yeah, that's sure. pretty good. I'm gonna say the most terrific part was when Uraka throws the ball into space, and Eraserhead just kind of casually holds up his phone, and it says it went infinity far. Yeah, that's fun. I was like, how did it calculate infinity? But probably at some point, it's probably just like, mm, yeah, that's done. <laughs> Fuck it. Infinity. I like that. And, Who? and beyond. <laughs> I heard some kids at the school the other day, uh, little kids, they were like, I, they were probably like third or fourth graders, maybe. And one of them yelled at the other one. He said, you can't go beyond infinity. <laughs> and I really wanted to know like what. How the argument started and where it was going and what was yes. happening. There, I, there's so much context I need to be clued into. Yeah, but I just heard that part of it. Excuse me, children. I need you to inform me of this dispute immediately. Excuse me. You know how I'm a grown man you've never spoken to before? I need you to come with me. <laughs> come back to my closet, please. I need diagrams. I need details. Anyway, you were going to say something. I... Who was the most likable or effective character? It's always All Might. He's barely in this one. Yeah, but he's very likable. That's true. He is a delight. Um, uh, I mean, that, that Zero Gravity Girl is very likable as well. Uraka. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. I didn't know if you knew her name, so I didn't. <laughs> yes. It's good for you. Her superhero name is going to be You Gravity. Yes. But Gravity Girl works also. Yeah. I'm going to say she didn't do anything. I was going to give it to Asui, but she doesn't even say anything you in this episode. Give it to whoever you want. Is that the jumpy one? Yeah, it's the frog, the frog girl? girl. She jumped in a race. <laughs> sure did. 
Or the Invisible Girl. I'm going to give it to Invisible you, Girl. Uh, I didn't even see her the first time we watched through. Yeah. She, uh, her clothes are just back there. Yeah, she's... <laughs> when you see her, it's mostly just, uh, you know, uh, clothes standing. Her costume involved... Or it is made up of uh, gloves and shoes. And the rest of her is naked, I guess. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that's how it worked. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to give it to Aizawa. I mostly... It, my like of him is predicated entirely as to what's going to come, so it's not really fair to give it to him. But fuck it, it's my podcast. I'm gonna do what I want. One, I don't remember which one that is. Is the teacher? Oh, okay. Infinity scarf, eraser head. So Jake, what would you do for a pop culture palette cleanse on top of this one? Um. Well, Katie and I finished watching the act. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking about it, I suggest not. It's not that good. <laughs> It was just good enough to keep going to see how awkward it was going to be. Um, how awkward was it? It was so awkward. I hated it. But th- <laughs> we started Shrill this morning, and that's pretty good. The A.D. Bryan show. And there's only six of those, so we watched two of them. So we're almost done, which is nice. Um, I don't think I've been. I don't think I've read anything uh, newer recently. We've just been unpacking. So <laughs> yeah, moving's the worst. Yeah, it really like gets in the way of you doing stuff and like being people yeah um playing a lot of digi disney emoji blitz though so that's (laughs) a pretty good time if you were gonna say digimon i was gonna ask you what app tell me right now it's the digimon app it probably is a thing that i just never looked for yeah that's true how could there not be a thing like that that's a super missed opportunity right now it's my idea and i own it there's a Digimon app. It's called Digimon Link. So you can get some Digimon games. Just say your pop culture thing. Okay. Well, I uh, watched a whole bunch of different stuff. Did you know that uh, Donald Glover did a movie with Rihanna recently no. called Guava? Pretty sure it was Guava. Um, it's, it's a strange... It's, oh, excuse me. It's Guava Island. It's strange. I mean, it... It's a solid movie, but it also feels very abrupt, and it starts off with an animation talking about the people that lived on this island and how there was blue silkworms that made blue silk, and then... you Whatever you've watched and uh, want to tell us about, uh, always it, it takes entirely too much explanation. There's always like some weird long lure <laughs> that you have to get through to even explain what the movie's about. It's never like... Uh, yeah, they, they had a relationship and it didn't go well. (laughs) Well, they have a relationship and it goes pretty well. Um, but it's, Rihanna, it seems like they're just like, she doesn't have a whole lot to do in the film. It seems like maybe they had encouraged her to do the movie, but like, look, you can just show up, you wear whatever, don't wear a bra if you don't want, it's fine. And then you can just like react to Donald Glover as he dances at you. And she was like, deal. You know how when Donald Glover dances, he kind of gets that super "I'm falling into madness" look in his face. No. Oh, well, he does. They did pepper in a couple of his songs, like they de- they did uh, "This Is America," which is a song I don't super understand. Uh, they danced in in it, so I, I I it's hard to pin down what this movie was, but it was fine. I don't have. I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> I don't. Uh, what else did? Oh. There is a YouTube series I got turned on to called What the Fuck 101, which is basically a cross between Magic School Bus and Rick and Morty. Uh, it was pretty good. 
some kids in detention get uh, dragged through time and space by some uh, teacher named Professor Foxtrot. And uh, she tells them terrible things that actually happened in history. I see. It's pretty good. Well, we can recommend YouTube videos. I always watch Auntie, Auntie Donna. It's always funny. Uh, they're, sketch, they're an Australian sketch comedy group. Okay. I also started watching a Netflix series called Hilda. It's a little cartoon. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I first saw that, I was like, I bet Sky likes this. And that was the last I thought of it. <laughs> I, Netflix said, watch this. And then I didn't until just now. Uh, it's really good. It's, it's got a little British it's girl. In, it's in, probably in its second or third season. I don't know. But it's set in a world where there's um, lots of magical creatures and stuff. And this little British girl super loves magical creatures. It's very charming. She's too smart for her own good. You know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Uh, I also made a treadmill desk. <laughs> I edited last week's podcast I on s- it. I saw I took it apart. I, I used my spare table leaf for the main part of the oh, desk. Oh, yeah, I saw the picture of it. I yeah. didn't see it here. Because I put it away so there would be room to like move and do stuff. So we can wrestle when we're done here? That's right. To go it, move a couch instead of wrestle. Bullshit. <laughs> it took three miles to edit last week's podcast. Well, I hope this one takes even longer. Well, we're about the same length of time, so I think Yeah, but maybe you got to cut out less uh, derogatory things that I say. But I think that'll do it for this week. The commercial at the bottom said actor betrayal. Do you think they're talking about the cows or that man? Cows. Good. Oh, and sorry. The go man's on. just indigenous. I've also been playing a, a game on my phone called AFK Legends. Was it? Yeah, AFK Arena. Excuse me. It's probably not as fun as uh, Disney Emoji Blitz. I don't know. Is is that like a, a Tetris kind of game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this one's different where you got little guys that'll attack other little guys. Yeah, but minor shape like um, one of them's like a Donald Duck and one of them's like Wally. <laughs> well, I got like uh, a, a fire witch. Yeah, but you and, know, like, Quasimodo, a, a knight. Oh, or one of them is the cars. A, a, from a cars different kind three, of witch. I haven't seen or cars a different three. kind of knight. So I don't know what. Or the a cars girl with a, a bow and arrow. Or a, a one-armed man with a sword. Pluto, or uh, and this is my stab girl. Or one uh, of the dogs from Dalmatians. And here's a little goat centaur lady. Right, Isn't she cute? Here's a lion Did man. Did that goat have robot legs as well? No. I don't think so. Just oh, no, very cartoony. Just, yeah. It just looked like it for that. And there's a, there's a lady with a, anachronistic pistols. It's a good game. <laughs> good, good for I you. I play it too much. Uh, but yeah, that'll probably do it for this week. If you want to follow the show, we are at f- uh, Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can rate and subscribe and review on the places where you can do that. Uh, I don't know. I don't think the change with Apple is going to change our thing at all. It didn't. I looked. Good. Yeah, I forgot what I was going to follow that with. <laughs> but we are on Podbean now, and I think you can leave a comments and reviews and stuff there. If and you feel like it, if not, that's cool too. Just know that if you don't, I and your parents are both disappointed in you. And I'm pretty indifferent. That's right. Um, you can follow me. I'm at Sandwich Surplus. Midwest Love Affair. And we will see you next week with Rage, you damn nerd! He's he's talking about the title of the episode. He's not talking to himself. <laughs> well, I mean, it works both ways. Hey, Sky. Stay frosty. <laughs> I like the whispered version. <laughs> I hear a voice calling, say the meter is getting asking if I have been going the distance to sing the birthday.